You are now tuning into the Sincerely Shameless Podcast, where our truths hurt, but so can our lies. In all things, be relentless, be shameless, be truthful, be you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sincerely Shameless Podcast. I am your host, Sarah J, and I am extremely excited. This is the ninth episode, and I am elated. Not just for small reasons, but for big reasons. I made you guys a promise on episode one of season three that I had features, okay? I had features. I had to do something, stretch in my pride, stretch in my expression, stretch in these emails and these DMs. And I asked eight people to come on here. And on the final feature, I have done a big thing. The the Lord has done a big thing. And it's a male, you guys. I'm not even going to flex. I know, ladies, don't be mad at me. I didn't keep my promise. Listen, but I kept my promise. So without further ado, can you introduce yourself? Well, what's up, everybody? This <laughs> is your friend and brother, Antoine Jackson. <laughs> it's, about, it's about to be crazy. It's about to be crazy. Is, y'all, listen, first of all, <laughs> did y'all know we got this Jackson Jackson thing happening here? Did you know? Sarah J., Antoine J., did y'all see that? Do y'all see, do you see how the Lord is working? Uh-huh. Through the last and name. <laughs> they say anytime you need some action, you call a Jack. Did y'all know that saying? I don't think the community knew that saying. Should, That's what they say. Th- listen, and listen, they done paired us together. So first and foremost, thank you for even joining us. Um, I know the ladies is like, I know. I know <laughs> not I know not Sarah J done brought no man on this here podcast. Oh my. This was for the girls. The, you know, I'm all team, team females, right? But, you know, before we even dive into everything, we would like to get to know you. So tell us, tell us who you are. What do you do? Talk to us. Well, thank you for allowing me to be a part of this, like this podcast, and this conversation to all of you all. My name is Antoine Jackson. Uh, I pastor a church here in St. Louis called the Equation Church. And I am the author of the book called The Creative Leader, who said creatives couldn't be bosses. Mm-hmm. Um I'm a single dad who's raising a teenage daughter, and uh, I love the gym. I love urban photography. I love good food, and I love incredible conversations. So I'm I'm excited for this tonight. Listen, I'm excited. Listen, so you know, y'all know I got to do a story time. Excited. Okay, so let's rewind back to 2019. Okay. I had attended a church service um, at Embassy International. Okay. Over on, um, I'm not sure what side of the uh, town it was, but I want to say Fulton Industrial. I want to say that's the west side, right? The west side is the best side, even though I'm from the east side. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. So I pull up to um, Wednesday night Bible study, and I, I love Bible study. I am a vo- I am a vocal churchgoer, you guys. I am the lady who does not like to talk to her neighbor at all because I'm not here for you. I'm here for the Lord. But in this moment here, I had a, I happened to sit next to my neighbor, who I, I brought my neighbor. I said, "Girl, come on with the Lord. You know, come get this blessing." And here I was, you know, waiting on this word, and then the pastor announced that he he had special guests, and I'm like. And, and, you know, churchgoers don't like special guests. We like, wait a minute, we came for what you had to say. Like, we're trying to figure out what's going on, what you had to say. I got my pen and pad. I got this here Bible. I got this app. What's up? But then this two lovely people came out. Two lovely people came out, and it was Antoine. It was you, sir. And it was Miss right. Perry. 
And they yeah. wanted to talk about relationships. So y'all know, sis single, sis single for 10 years. So I'm mad because I don't want to hear nothing else about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear anything else about it. But because I didn't want to hear about purity culture because I had breached that many, many moons ago. I didn't want to hear about, um, you know, he who findeth the wife findeth the good thing. Though I know that's the case, I don't necessarily believe in becoming a wife before I am a wife. I'm going to be a single woman because that is what I am. And I am going to mm-hmm. love myself because that is who I am taking after. I'm not fixing five plates, five meals for my pretend family. I love the activation of faith, but that's not where I'm at. So I'm like, all right, man. I'm about to get tore up in this in this whole sermon and I can't leave because, you know, I'm in a friend. So I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> and, you know, I couldn't do it. So like it's the prison. Like it's the prison. Like I can't do it. I just can't leave. I'm in a friend. They're going to be like, um, excuse me, man, right. where are you going? Like, oh, uh, <laughs> never mind. So I just sat on down and made it through. Surprising for myself, y'all, this was the most candid, honest first conversation about dating as a believer I had ever heard in my life and for that Mm. in that moment it felt like something possible like something attainable it felt like something that my shameless self could actually show up and do because I can't always curtsy at the door I'm not always going to be in my little pleated my pleat skirt and my little pastoral look you know what I'm saying I'm not always going to have that going for me some days I'm just going to be looking at you like knuck if you buck and you need to be okay with that right Right. so that's my story time, y'all. So let me tell you, though, two years later, January 1st, I was sitting down writing out all the content of like everything that God had prepared for the th- third season. And I actually had I remember leaving. I was like, I'm going to meet that guy. I don't know when, but I'm going to meet him. And I don't know where, but I'm going to meet him. And I would love to chat with him about this here topic right then. Two years mm-hmm. later. Literally already relocated to Ohio. Everything's crazy with my dad. Sitting here trying to figure out how to mount a TV. And God is like, your features, what you want to do? And I'm like, okay, this is who I want. And I was like, oh, well, it feels like a reach. It really did. I remember writing your name down. I was like, it feels like a reach to talk about that topic. So then I went to one of my guy friends who, um, you know, just, you know, the homie. You know, I was like, look, I'm going to reach out to him and see if he'll do it. Y'all, this man did not respond back to me. I said, now, who, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who are you to not respond to me? Like, m- me and you are on the same, like, and then I literally realized in that moment, you should have asked for what you really wanted because it's mm-hmm. nothing like taking or asking for what you didn't want and get mad when even what you didn't want tell you no thank you. So I slid in uh, Brother Antoine DMs at, at that time. It was probably 6 o'clock in the morning, his time, 7 o'clock in the morning. I typed the message so fast and I hit send and I closed my phone and put on the do not disturb. I was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to see what he's going to say. I don't want to know. And sure enough, it's Jesus is Lord. Do y'all know this man was like, he'd be elated to come on this here podcast. Did y'all know we are loved? Y'all, listen. Absolutely. So the moral of the story is ask what you want. Podcast on. Pack- <laughs> See? <laughs> All right, guys, it's been great for having y'all. That's right. That's, See y'all later. That's the whole dating. That's the whole thing, right? That's the whole shebang. So I was so excited. So we went from there, and Antoine was so gracious with his um, calendar. He's like, hey, let me know what time. Hey, I don't need no questions. Surprise me, shock me. And y'all best believe this went out here and got these questions. So without further ado, the topic of the conversation is going to be 
dating and relationships. Dang. I know. Are you excited? Are you ready? Uh, let's go. <sighs> let's do All it. Right. <laughs> let's get this party started. So, <clears throat> first question. All right. How do you define dating? Wow. Um, dating is the I'm stumped because <laughs> I, I know you're thinking. Look, I, look, I know you're yeah, thinking. You know, the, yeah. but, but no, it's great. No, I'm 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 being I'm being facetious. Okay. No, dating is when you go out with somebody to build a friendship. Dating to me um, is this assessment stage where I'm not putting any expectations on or with anybody because I personally believe that if you don't have a friendship if you don't have an authentic friendship then you can cancel the relationship mm. and my, this is my personal opinion so to me I take dating very casually and with the mindset that there are no expectations and to build a friendship so that that person can authentically get to know me. So if the truth be told, dating isn't about the other person for me. Mm. Dating is about me seeing where I am. I, see, I knew I was going to love this conversation because <clears throat> I literally, in, in all candidness, I literally call myself going on a date, right? So... Mm -hmm. 10 years. So I'm, I'm a patterns woman. So I, apparently I do things for 10 years straight and then realize it's not working and throw it away instead of assessing within a 30, 60, 90. Right. Right. So mm -hmm. I, I thought dating was, and believe it or not, according to the dictionary, dating is defined <clears throat> as a stage of romantic relationships in Western society, whereby two people meet socially with the aim to reach assessing each other's sustainability as a productive, as a prospective partner in an intimate relationship. It is a form of courtship consisting of social activities by the couple, either alone with others. So even when you look at that definition, it says nothing about friendship, right? It says nothing See? about getting to know this person's first or last name, nothing about if this person likes to jog. So literally at this point when I was 20, again, like I said, I do 10, 10 years, okay? I did 10 years of this and I, that is when I knew for sure it wasn't working. I thought dating was, let me take you to, let me give you my baggage, you give me your baggage, and then I see if I'm strong enough to lift yours, you see if you're strong enough to lift mine, and then we just go get to lifting each other's together. And if you don't want to lift mine, then I don't want to lift yours, and then we're going about our day. It was no surprise to me, obviously it's no surprise now, but during that time, obviously it, I wasn't aware. It is no surprise to me why I only lasted on the first date. I I mm -hmm. second dates were like far few in between and a third date. What's that? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Because you, you know, here I am thinking, well, you know, I got all this trauma. I got all this baggage. You know, you know, you need to know that I'm a little crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little, you know, doo -doo, you know, I got this going on, this going on. Like, and would you like to date me? And they're like, sis, no, I was just, just asked how your day was. Like, <laughs> right. 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 But the, the flip of that is, I don't think we know how to truly walk in and like you said, with no expectations, like you saw me call, why didn't you answer? Mm -hmm. Like that expectation mm -hmm. of, okay, this is someone I, I like to get to know. I must 
show up and answer. I must respond to that text instead of it just being treating it like a friend, like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm actually doing something that has a little bit of precedence. Let me go ahead and get back to that. Yep. Uh, you, you know, because I, I'm glad you read that definition. Here's why. Okay. Be- because I feel like the moment you come, you meet somebody with expectations, you almost make it too hard for them to even be themselves. Yeah. Because it it feels... You can feel mm-hmm. it. You can feel it in the tension, in the conversation. When you're trying to get to know somebody, like, you know how you ever had somebody ask you questions? Not like this podcast. Mm, no. But you had somebody <laughs> asking you questions, like, to size you up? Oh. The, oh. The tone of the questions are, like, not to really extract from right. you, but to almost kind of, like, pin you in a corner? Absolutely. Ab- absolutely. And what I call it is, and you you cancel them out on hypotheticals. So as I was saying on that, yeah. you know, on that date. So I, I go on this date and the guy asked me specifically, okay, well, Sarah, how do you manage a household? I said, huh? Mm-hmm. He was like, I'd like to know how you manage a household. I was like, well, I, for starters, I mean, I ate, I ate salsa for dinner. I mean, does that, what does that tell you? Right. I, the concept of potentially having to answer that and you hold me there for the rest of the life of the relationship and then I'll be darned the one day I don't own up or hold up that standard that I hypothetically told you because I've never lived with anybody that this is how I would mm-hmm. uphold this thing now you're telling me you're not doing your part because this is what you said I'm like yep. well that was a hypothetical like you surely didn't know I was 12 when I answered that question <laughs> like, like right. this, and, and, and it's it's a penalty right it's like let me go ahead instead of getting to know you like you said sizing up instead of just watching and learning and watching and learning for myself, mm-hmm. I ask you these questions and I write those down in my notebook and I say, this is who this person is and they can't be anybody else than what they told me. I was having a great day. I said I'd cook all day. I was having a good day that day. Tomorrow, I may not. You, why you ain't cook? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not. So that, that penalty. And you're absolutely right. I think it does, it does hinder feeling like I can genuinely get to know this person without putting on a facade. Of course, I'm going to yeah. give you my best answer. It's like an interview. <laughs> yes. yes. Of course, right? And, and, and this is one of the reasons why I don't like to be asked questions ahead of time because I would rather be and, and so for somebody that may think that my statement might be selfish, it's really okay. not. It's about making sure that I'm being, I'm congruent mm-hmm. because I want to make sure that if I'm in a relationship with somebody or it goes the distance, I just need them to know me completely. <sighs> Because I don't want to waste my yeah. time. Yeah. So I don't. I want them to know, like, this is who he is. This is how he thinks. These are his knee-jerk reactions. This is what he laughs at. This is what he gets yeah. mad at. Like, and you should, and if you box a person in, you almost hurt mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. Oh, 1,000%. Because you're taking um, hypotheticals and forcing them into reality, and you're mad that it doesn't match your real reality. Like, You know, I would love to tell you, you know, I had an incident where that happened. Like, I would love to tell you that, you know, if if we went on a date and you said something foul or disrespectful that I could sit through it and and make it through the mill and then pull you to the side in a car. That actually happened. I walked clean out like I I would have loved to hold that up. But that was a moment that Mm -hmm. hadn't yet happened. So I can't necessarily tell you how I'm going to respond. I don't know. And being stuck to that. So. 
you know, I had to pull another diction, um, another dictionary definition, and this is Urban's dictionary definition. Um, and they say that dating is where two people who are attracted to one another spend time to see time together with each other to see if they can stand to be around each other for an extended period of time. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Look, I get it. So, you know, you know, okay. So, so in lieu of the story, about how I went 10 years of, and I'm talking, Antoine, I went 10 years of knockout baggage dumping, like, and then like, okay, so are you hungry yet? And it's like, bro, no, like, we're not right. eating. Like, you need to go, you need to go work on that. Like, so in this time frame, I'm like, wow, if I'm going to date, I just want to laugh. I want to laugh. Yes. I want to get to know this person. I want this person to get to know me. And I have that exact same, the very thing that you said is that, and it took me years to get there. Because society pushes, family pushes, and they're like, you know, you need somebody strong. You're going to need somebody who's this. And it's like, well, dad, how do I size them up for that? So in this moment, it's like, how do you spend enough time with somebody? Believe it or not, I was told by the person on the date that they felt like I was guarded. Mm -hmm. They said, um, they asked me a series of questions. How would you manage a household? Do you want any more kids? What do you feel about um, being a stepmom? Um, they ask questions like, now this is the f- first. Is this the first or the, the second first date? Oh, no. No, I'll First date. <laughs> yeah, I'm guarded. Because <laughs> you just hit me with a, uh, a, a <laughs> doggone, is this a, is this a date? Or is this a, um, a dissertation for my PhD? You know, I mean, how do you manage a household? How do you run your finances? What's your debt to income ratio? I'm like, my God. Oh, whoa. Um, and, you know, and then I said, you know, I really don't feel comfortable answering those questions. And um, he replied with, okay, so now that makes me feel like you're guarding and you're hiding something. I said, well, I said, at this point, the only thing I really want to know is, which I'm seeing right now is if, if another national pandemic happened, and I was single throughout, praise God. Um, if another national, <laughs> listen, it was tough. If another national pandemic hits, and all you have is these hypotheticals, social events, outings, and holidays with the family, we really are only spending, on average, two hours a day together. So then the question becomes, right. can I truly just spend a a long period of time with you without all of those things. Yeah. You know, I think what, what, what comes to my head simply like when, when you ask the term date, I'm thinking like just first clear interaction. And to me, it's just assessing likability. For me, that's all it's assessing is likability. Is there chemistry there? Do I get along with you? And all of that deep stuff, I believe will come. I think that one of the reasons why people sometimes like to jump off the deep end mm-hmm. first is because of their own personal fears and insecurities. Wow. Nobody wants to feel like they're wasting time. So what they want to do is rush the gun. But the reality is you might find that that person might be flexible mm-hmm. in that area. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so you might find that if they like you mm-hmm. enough, if they like you enough, they might even Let change. Mm. Go Listen, but 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 you but if if I gotta answer your your right. dissertation, I'm probably not gonna like you, and I'm less likely to change because I feel I'm gonna feel controlled, uh, yes. and 
and not that you want me for me. And I don't know that you've even asked this or if this is going to be a question okay. here, but people ask me this question all the time. Why are you still single? Mm. People ask me this question all the time. Why am I still single? Because I'm assessing, does a woman want me for her or does she want me wow. for me? Dig into that. Dig into that. Give me some more. Do, are you sizing me up based on your mm. list or do you want me as the person? Mm. Because there's going to be some things about your list I don't qualify for. Mm-hmm. I don't meet your list. Matter of fact, I, I don't even go to God <laughs> about me. <laughs> no, I'm me. Ask me about me. Don't, don't pray to God and ask God to tell you about me. No, ask me about me. I know me just like he knows yeah, me. You, you, and you know, I used to, I say that a lot. You know, I say, well, people are always asking questions like, oh, so-and-so asked you. I said, the best person to tell you about me is me. That's that I think, you know, I think we definitely do a disservice. I'm not sure where we've gotten that from. Let me go ask my neighbor. Let me go ask someone else about this other person and and never ask. But that's a good question. So let's kind of stay there for a moment. Like the list. Oh, Lord. Uh, Y'all might not like me no more, (laughs) but I hate the list. The list is dumb and 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 no 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 shade to anybody that has a list Listen. enjoy your list but 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 here's why i don't okay. like the list for me there is a difference between expectations and standards mm-hmm. and what i am finding is that there are superimposed ideas that people have on their list that are causing them to miss very good potential. Mm-hmm. Because if your list has you locked in, and this is the size, the shape, the money, the career, the, his spirituality, his fingernails, hair yeah, length, right. Listen. Body L- count. Oh, throw that one off the list, okay. please. Take that all one of that. off the list. <laughs> all of that. If you if you got all that on your list, you might find somebody that might be a mixture. And so I tell people like this, to me, to have a list about what you want without having a list about what you're mm. able to give is mm-hmm. selfishness. Mm-hmm. So so that kind of so and we're going to go a little bit to the left. We're going to come on back. So we had right. our 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 good sister saint uh b simone make that make a statement along this lines and i'm sure you saw it and um she spoke about writing the 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 woman's list of what their man wants and then becoming his equal and so i disagree mm. with that one one thousand percent um mainly because mm-hmm. if you want a spouse to be an entrepreneur, but you have no creative ability and entrepreneurial skills, why would you go and waste precious time when you have a purpose and it's in serving or it's in something else so now you have to it's almost to the point to where you're having to learn or becoming something that you're not just to attract someone who is not looking for their equal they're looking for complementary so for Mm -hmm. in my thought process at first I was sticking with her when she was going through the examples but when she said you know you want a man who's a family man but you don't talk to your family well well let's dig into that 
you don't know that I don't speak to my family because of a toxic relationship and I've decided to cut that off. However, I want to be with a person who has strong family views and strong family desires to push that forward so that I can cultivate that within the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy that's, I'm partner minded. Okay. Um, so when, when I think about a relationship with a woman, I, I want somebody that's mm-hmm. partner minded. It does not mean she has to like the same things, be passionate yeah. about the same things or even have the same abilities or capabilities. Like, I, I mean, I think every relationship should enjoy a good yin and uh, yang. That's what I thought. <laughs> you know, I, I, that's what I think. But I think the premise, though, greater than what she's saying, I think is just about managing uh-huh. expectations. And I, and I just find that oftentimes we have higher expectations of others well, than we do of ourselves. Well. And then we will then superimpose uh-huh. that. And then if I don't, because I have felt the pressure of that, and I don't know how far we're going to go okay. into this conversation, you know what I'm saying? But I have felt the pressure of that oftentimes with, and I'll just use for a loose term, religious oh, wow. women. Okay. That religious women just want to know two things. Are you a man of God and are oh, you wow. celibate? Right? And it's like, okay. So ain't nothing else about what you like. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Noted. Note it. <laughs> how much? How much time you oh spend in prayer? Right? How much time you spend in prayer, man of God? And, and then, when's the last time mm. you had sex? And it's like, if you pass those two tests, then it's like, okay, well, he's, you know, he's good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no that's, that's tragic. I'll be trying to tell. That's tragic. Antoine, I'm about to pass out. I'm at the. I'm at the. I'm at the pass out and come on back. Listen, first of all, listen, 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 listen. This concept, it, it's uh, we don't have a part two because <laughs> not to say the bondage, right? But the thought process of potential bondage to limit a person to only the prayer time. To limit a person to, I mm-hmm. was told, Sarah, you're not deep because you don't pray for more than two hours. I said, oh, well, everything I had to pray about was done in 30 minutes. And mm-hmm. I don't just pray for 30 minutes and I'm done that day. I talk to God throughout the day. And it's not right. this overly soup, heavenly fire. Like I'm coming, like, it's not always like that. It's just, in, in, it's a, it's a relationship. And so that's what, that's what I thought it was. You know, I mean, so that even that thought process and you know, wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm that's so, but that's why I make that statement about the list. It's not that the list is bad. So, you know, anybody that's watching or you know, listening, I mean, it's not that the, that the list is bad. It's just knowing, hey, just make sure that the spirit mm-hmm. of the list, there, there it, is. it is, that the spirit of the list is open, is fluid. Maybe it's a foundation. You get the you get the right mm-hmm. to like what you like. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to tell you that you don't that if you see somebody and you like somebody that's six foot and you're not attracted to anybody under six foot that you gotta accept them. That's not what I'm saying. But let's just say if you if you know that you're not in a in a place where these guys are six foot, that just means you're gonna have to be single that's a little longer. Right. And you mm-hmm. can't complain. You can't complain or 
you can't say that God ain't blessing you <laughs> because your expectations on your list are your limiters. Listen, listen. And so I, I happen to agree with the list as well. I don't agree. I don't have a list. You know, my mom is big. You know, where's your mm-hmm. list? Where's your list? And I told her, you know, it's not even about a list anymore because life has thrown me so many different things. And it was a lot of stuff that happened to me in life that was ne- on my list of please don't let it happen, Jesus. Like, please, no, Lord. And mm-hmm. what I've learned is the very thing that you said, there is a flexibility I'm like, you know what? I can I can eat beans for three days out the week. You know, that's that's no problem if I'm trying to cut back on my budget, if I'm trying to. And you find out that those things aren't non-negotiables or complete throwaways, because had that been the case, I would have threw the you know, you throw the you throw the whole situation away. So I look at character. I feel like character because Mm -hmm. you can't. You can't buy character. You can buy a house. You can change that. You can buy new clothes. You can change that. Um, you you can assist with a couple of other things. But character, unfortunately, is not on Amazon's two-day delivery. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's not, mm-hmm. we're not delivering that to you guys. So I happen to agree with you on, on the list. So so I got another yeah. question. <laughs> hey, well, there we go. So you hey. got two lists of readers. So I'm telling you. So, okay, so... I'm I'm curious to know your response on this one. So do you feel like there's a season of readiness or awareness when it comes to dating? I think dating okay. is a choice. Um, and for me, I chose, I okay. chose not to date. And the reason why I chose not to date was because there were certain things that I wanted to be a foundation uh-huh. in uh-huh. me. Because I know for me, when I get in a relationship, I'm all, I'm yeah. all, I'm all yeah. in. So like, it's it's sometimes it's destructive for me because I will lose sight of the things that I need that keep me healthy, keep me whole, keep me focused, because I know that it's natural for me to want to satisfy and to please the woman right. I'm in a relationship with. So I've known that there are things about myself that I want to develop. I want to make sure that there are habits and disciplines in my life before I got into um, a relationship. Because I'm, I'm on the other side now. Like, I ain't trying to stand at the aisle <laughs> and, uh, oh, it didn't work again. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm- yeah, I'm good. And I, got, and I, have, a, I have a low yes, drama Okay, tolerance. I can see that. <laughs> like, low drama tolerance. So I think... <laughs> Because it's like, yo, oh, you don't want to talk about that? Oh, you want to argue about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't no way. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, listen, li- listen, it's, it's funny that you say that because that literally, I'm like, at this point, it doesn't even make any sense. I'm what? Straight my voice. Right. That's a part of the brand. Right. I don't have time to do that with yep. you. Um, obviously, you're yelling. You want me to yell. You can't hear anything anyway. So how about this? You go ahead. You enjoy that argument yep. for yourself. I'm going to go ahead and hop in this car. And <laughs> and then you might not see me again. Because one thing I have learned, right. and the greatest thing I have learned, outside of cussing a man out, getting in his face, the the slick mush, you know the, you know the two-finger mush? You know that one, okay. Mm-hmm. The two-finger mush, the call mm-hmm. your whole family line nothing. The whole family line. Like, everybody down the line can't do yep. nothing. <laughs> because of this disagreement with us, right? right? after the the combative text messages, after the screaming matches, after the slamming the doors, hanging up the phones, after all of that, the one that I have found to be more impactful is the loss of my presence. The most, in, the most mm-hmm. impactful. I was like, dang, you mean to tell me all I got to do is walk away? 
you mean I don't have to strain my voice? Right. I don't have to yell. I'm not crying. I'm my eyes aren't puffy. I'm not over here double texting, waiting on a little bubble to pop up. See what you're gonna say. You mean to tell right. me all I had to really do is say bet and get in my car? Oh. oh, right. Wow. Yeah, it, it's not. Yeah, at this point, you know, it's it's not worth it. You know, but to, you know, to answer your question. Uh, I think relationships require whole people, not perfect people. And I just often, I'm always, I'm suspect of people that will neglect themselves but Mm. want a relationship. I'm suspect of it because where you neglect yourself is where the drama will be in the relationship. Because it creates an unhealthy expectation. Now, we all have areas where we're blind to that surface in a relationship when you're actually doing life with somebody. So I'm not saying that there won't be issues. But I'm saying the ability to communicate, the ability to uh, deal with your emotional outburst, your ability Mm. to reason, your ability Mm -hmm. to be flexible... You know what I'm saying? All the stuff you actually need to, for a, a relationship yeah. to work. The basics of financial management, people skills. <laughs> Lord have mercy if you're dealing Lord, with a Lord brand. Lord have mercy. And we have to represent, and we have to represent Absolutely. the brand in the public. Absolutely. The ability to know how to maintain and manage mm-hmm. yourself in the public. Like, th- there are some certain foundations that I think many people don't have because they think that a relationship fixes Absolutely. that stuff. Absolutely. One thousand percent. And and you said so many you said so much in there. I'm literally taking notes like I'm literally taking notes and trying to, you know, you know, hit them all. So absolutely agree that, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and as a man, you know, this as a man. But for women, women are taught that readiness, you know, you're ready when you can be a wife when you're single. And um, I, I remember hearing that at 25, like, if that ain't the most backwards stuff. <laughs> I, that's, that's, that's. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you ready for marriage when you can be somebody in a, in a marriage that you, you ain't never been. Wife. What? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> you know what? You know, when you're ready to wear tennis shoes, when you can, um, tie tennis shoes without Boom. putting tennis shoes on. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just, stuff is just confusing. Exactly it's that. Confusing. And, and it's confusing. And, it, and it's tough, right? Because it's like, well, you're not right. married. One, why, well, why, you're not married. Oh, really? It's like, why? Why? Right. You know, I know why you're not married. Like, oh, really? Why? Because you don't know how to be a wife. It's like, yeah, you're right. Because I've never been a wife. I, how can I, right. how can I know to do that I'm, before I've actually ever done that? Because a wife is something that you well, do with a husband. Well, oh my goodness! <laughs> here, here, all right, here, hear me, hear me out, friends. <laughs> this is why I'm partner-minded. Right. Because a marriage is like mm-hmm. a thumbprint. It's two people that actually get to participate. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. Not just respond and react, but two people that get to initiate and participate. And building a marriage that they can say is unique to them. Absolutely. So it is not about anybody else's expectations. 
a husband and a wife and a marriage is something that two people build yeah. together. Yeah. And it's so unique that each experience allows them to be able to build something closer and more unique that other people can say, well, our marriage wasn't formed like that. No, that's good. Because ours was formed. <laughs> right. So y'all enjoy, y'all enjoy y'all. Well. <laughs> okay. Have a great time, yes. y'all. Y'all decide how y'all want to spend y'all money, how much time a week y'all yes. want to have sex, and who wants to work it. Y'all get to enjoy that yes. while we over here yes. in our camp deciding how we want to be, what we want to have, yes. how many kids we want to have. Yes. And Yes. Amen. Yeah. Thank you but, all. But that's so, again, <laughs> it goes back to the concept of how we do dating. We don't do dating with two people. Dating is my homegirl emotionally invested, my mama invested, my, my homeboy, he want to know what's up. And so the, and, and then society and social media is invested. And I can't break up with this man because everybody waiting on us to get married, you know? And yes. so even when I think back to the statement I was told, Sarah, in order for you to be a good wife, you got to be a wife in your singleness. I remember saying, in my singleness, I'm going to be a single woman. How about that? Because I am right. single. And if I want to eat corn chips and salsa for dinner because I'm a single woman and ain't nobody in this house I got to feed, mm -hmm. then that's exactly what I'm going to do. If I'm going to stay out at the gym all night until 9 o'clock at night because I'm a single woman and no one is expecting me to walk in this door then that's what I'm going to do because later mm -hmm. what you're starting to see and what I, well, I don't know if you're starting to see it, but what we're starting to see and maybe what I'm starting to see is women who are following this, be a wife before you, before you're married are riddled with resentment because you missed out mm -hmm. on your single life. And listen, mm -hmm. let me tell you, you ain't single no more. You're not single right. anymore. So why would I go ahead and sign up? to be married as a, as a single woman. And, you know, why would I, right. so I tell my girlfriends all the time, like, yo, listen, you're single. Listen, fart without explanation. You don't got to explain that. You single. Mm -hmm. Eat that ice cream, sis. Right. You single. Stay up and watch the little show if that's what you want to watch. Stay in the presence of God for three hours if that's what you want to do. You're single. Mm -hmm. No need to go ahead and conform to something that does not exist to be someone that has not even presented itself like you're not you're not there so i love that right. you said that dating is a choice because i really do believe that yep. we should choose to do it instead of allowing our choice to be taken because we feel like oh well i'm getting older i need to go ahead and start doing this or oh you know the new wave to of dating is to do this and you don't fully choose so i love that you said that um yep. there was a couple of other things that you said when it came to um readiness and it was not a, not only was it the choice, but the partner mind partner mindedness of it, right? And mm -hmm. that allows both partners, mm -hmm. both people, to participate. And I took notes on that. Yes. I love that. <laughs> like I I love that. So mm -hmm. I'm about to get into your personal life. Are you ready? Okay. Well, sure. <laughs> okay. Go for it. So can you think of a time when you went on a date and? Maybe the person that you went on a date with overshared, or maybe you overshared, and what was that like for you? Oh, that, that's all the time, especially if they know I'm a okay. pastor ahead of time. You know, you know, they, 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 they. Really? Bear their soul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, girl, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I, that. No, I pray for you. No. You know, 
but oh wow, really? all the time, all the time. Oh yeah, that's 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 the norm. Um, and I mean, I think that what our generation is going to have to fight is um, being narcissist mm-hmm. anyway. I think that a lot of us are conversational okay. narcissists. Um, uh-huh. We just talk. We just be talking. <laughs> Lord God. So, um, yeah, I have been in, uh, I've been in some situations where people have overshared and their whole, I guess they were looking oh, for wow. acceptance. Okay. So I'll, I'll say this. They're looking for acceptance, acceptance. But many people that have come to know me know that I actually am the reverse mm-hmm. of a lot of things. I'm up, I'm accepting first. Then if you prove to me that I shouldn't accept you, then mm-hmm. I move the other direction. Okay. So I'm a very open person. Like, okay, talk to me, be yourself. No judgment, no nothing. But if I, like, again, if I see that you don't have a certain way that you care mm-hmm. about your own self, then I start to feel like I can't okay. trust you with me. So that's one of the things that if somebody is an overshare, I kind of go, yeah, I, I bet not tell them details because, <laughs> Lord God, I'm going to hear that back. But look, you just said something that was very key. You just said, and it falls right into the be single as a single because let me know, let me tell you, the, this is how I knew I was, I was growing. There was this one time I had gotten back from Paris and I was so sick. I mean, I was so sick, but let me tell you, I was so sick. I did not suffer in that bed alone. I crawled to the kitchen and I made Theraflu. And that's big. But if you're thinking on a, let me go ahead and be a wife for a wife, there's a resentment with that. But if I know I can take care of me during that time period, or if I can cook me food and no one is standing over me with that expectation, being able to do that would be no problem down the line, you know? So the oversharing. Okay. So I feel like you stepped on my toe just a little bit. Not a lot, but since it's a new decade and I'm doing it, I don't feel bad, but. (laughs) (laughs) But I can see how (laughs) acceptance could be a thing. I can, I can see how acceptance could be a thing, but I can also see how you being in the pastor role, there being a, let me bear this. Less you find out later. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, and I tell people this, like, th- that's the disservice I think a lot of people are yeah. doing to themselves. Because if a person likes you, they mm. can bear it. See, I think that, see, see all of nobody, I mean, let's, let's talk okay. about the unspoken rule. All of us yeah. got baggage. Yeah. And some of us have long skeleton keys and some of us yeah. have short ones. Right, but we right. all got them. So, so anybody that's sitting across the table from you thinking that you don't have anything yeah. is a little naive. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But if you like somebody and you genu- you can get along with them, and you feel like it is mutual, this is why yeah. I'm all about friendship. Because if you can walk alongside somebody, you can probably understand why. You, you like you will get a better sense of the person's heart. You'll get a better sense mm-hmm. of the person's character, and you can sometimes understand that maybe some of the stuff that we had hid in our skeleton closet is because Absolutely. of a stage in our life. Absolutely. Not that we just wicked or just you know what I'm saying wicked yeah. people. Like maybe it was just a stage in their life. Maybe it was some pressures that were there. And, and so I think that we should mm-hmm. focus on likability. And. Um, 
you know, from there. So I, I find that that's, that's people's own personal insecurities that cause them sometimes to overdo it and they missed out on great opportunities. Well, there you have it, folks. There, there's that 10 years of dating that I was talking about wrapped up all in um, this year podcast. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I was over there like, Tink, I just want somebody, body. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, when you when you want, and the, the funny thing is, sometimes when you want something so bad, yeah. that's when you miss Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because it makes you blind. Absolutely, man. You out here, man. The girls ain't going. They ain't coming back for season four. They mad. <laughs> <laughs> No, they oh they can't be mad that they, they gotta be like finally it's a brother. You right, but look, real. we've been lied to so long. Now we gotta go back and we got oh, we gotta stop acting I'm like sorry. wives. We, we, we gotta go be. Yeah, I just gotta be great humans. <laughs> just be a great, wonderful, tremendous, attractive human. Like how about that? How about that? <laughs> like great, attractive, wonderful person Absolutely. to be around. <laughs> like don't. I mean, I'm not trying to be overly religious, but I think what helps me is this. Number one, there is no scripture that commands right, us yeah. to be married. So there is no commandment to be married. Number two, I know that we're wrestling with mm-hmm. a marriage idol. Mm-hmm. No, so w- what we're dealing with is, is uh, basically mm-hmm. socialization. Number three, how is it that Jesus got Listen. out of here unmarried? If it was a WWJD around your brace, <laughs> a, a bracelet around your wrist, what would Jesus do concerning marriage? You ain't Listen, got no answer. Because he, he didn't, okay? Because right. the man of God was not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was on to something. Listen. Oh, maybe he was on to something. I didn't, I didn't mean to holler, but... <laughs> Listen, maybe he was. But, so, I mean... He, I might be, look, I'm, got me thinking. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, isn't that something? Remember, he was a Jew, too, and their marriages were arranged. Listen. So how did you skip that? Listen. Oh, right. Okay, we'll All come right. back to that. Okay. So look, <laughs> look, look, <laughs> so I know exactly what I'm about to do after we hop off this. I, I know exactly what I'm about to do. <laughs> so we might have already touched on this a little bit, but um, I have it written down here and I'm just curious um, because I know for myself, I have one of these, but do you have a constitution or a right of beliefs when you begin dating and how do you express it? Is it organic information? Is it hidden or is it given immediately? Wow. That's the first time really? I've ever heard that. Yeah, that's the first really? time I've okay, heard that. Okay, so let me give you an example. So I have a constitution for dating, okay? And um, okay. because I did, I, and let me tell you, I had, I've, I've read boundaries in dating. I've read boundaries because I've come from, okay. I come from a background where there are no boundaries. What's that? What's a boundary? Like, boundary. Like, shut that, okay. like, you can lock your doors on my mom's. Like, you, you can come in and go. And so um, going into college, I realized that, People were living by a different set of rules. You didn't call your mom by your first her first name. You didn't tell her I'm not in the mood to talk. Like you were kind and loving. She provided for you. The lights was on in the house. You know, you had mm. food. There was hot water. So it's just a difference, you know. And I'm thinking, well, if I'm living like this, obviously the world is. 
surprise, surprise, that wasn't the case. Okay. So because I didn't know that there was a constitution for life, because you can have a constitution for your life. You can say these are things I will and won't do. And so in dating, you know, for 10 years, I had no constitution. It was like, shoot, you know, you yeah. like me, I like you. You know, checkbox, yes or no. Like, what's up? What's, mm-hmm. What are we about to do? Like, you trying to get married? Yes, no, maybe so. Like, okay, I like maybe. I like maybe. You like maybe. And so mm-hmm. after assessing that, literally for a year, I did that for a whole year, just assessing what dating for me previous looked like. I finally wrote a constitution. And yeah, and the constitution, wow. it, it's not a list. It's just a, a gentle but continual reminder of the things that I stand for so that I don't fall for everything else, you know? Mm. And so, you know, I don't stand, one of the things I stand for is if I'm going on a date that it it can't be at my house. Now I know that's simple for you and for the shameless community Mm y'all, but I was struggling getting these brothers up out my house. Okay. Struggling. Mm. Um, I do Mm. not prepare meals for you in dating. Why? We passed 50 million restaurants and I, and I, I struggled telling these, like, I didn't even tell them. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and cook. This man ain't going to stop talking. I'm going to go in here and just to come mm-hmm. into that pressure of this man is expecting a meal. Mm-hmm. And the only way to a man's heart is through his stomach. And Sarah, you're trying to be, you, you said you being a wife while you're single. So be a wife. Like, <laughs> you know, these, uh, the, the, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> This a Christian pro. This is this a Christian podcast. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> I had all kind of stuff bubbling up in my spirit. <laughs> right, right, right. And God has brought me a long way. Right, God has brought me a lo- a long way. So I'm like, okay, how do I? How do I? You know, how do I work this? So I had to finally write a constitution because clearly, what I realized is, anytime you do something, you should have some form of a standard or some form of belief. Sure. or um, a do's and don'ts, some form of training before you possibly go into it. And that was the one thing I didn't have. I didn't have a, these are my boundaries. You know, I'd like to be home by 12. Dude be like, oh, shoot, we about to hit the next spot. I'm like, shoot, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, How do I say I'm ready to go home without sounding like a snooze, right? And so my constitution consists mm-hmm. of my, my, my boundaries, basically, in dating, you know? Makes sense. Go ahead. No, I think it, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great uh, to have. I, I don't, I don't fight it at all. I, I guess mine might be a little more okay. unspoken okay. Um, for me, and, but I think also the challenge with that is, as men, it's not too much that we can say that we can't okay. or won't do. Not so. This me just talking from a man's okay. perspective. I can't say I ain't opening no car doors until we get married. I can't say I'm not buying all the bills <laughs> on dates. Because the moment I the moment I say but we're going to no, oh, not oh, okay. So uh, no, absolutely, right? but uh, no. contrary, contrary, contrary uh-huh. to date, literally to date. I went mm-hmm. on two dates. I paid for my own stuff, but again, that goes back to my constitution. Feeling like everything was being paid for, uh, I felt obligated. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Hear me out. You said right. you paid for your own stuff. No, I'm talking about are you paying for my okay. meal? And look, I'm look, my <laughs> <laughs> wait. See, 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 wait. You see, 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 see what I'm saying? You threw me. Hold on. I want <laughs> when you, you see. 
Listen. No, you paid for your meal. No, 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 fam. <laughs> I can't say, I can't say, hey, uh, it's a part of my constitution that I'm not paying for your meals. Because you're going to look at me I'm like, so what? done. <laughs> so you're going to be like, what? What you mean? Uh, sorry, sir. Uh, sorry, ma'am. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'll open car doors until we're in an engagement wow. or the marriage. Wow. Or the, Right? You'll be like, this, right. that okay. don't make no sense. Okay, I get what so, you're saying. So the only reason, so you see what I'm saying? It's difficult for a man because I think a lot of the standards that we have, um, oftentimes we are we have to flex, but here's my, this is why I, I hate the okay. marriage ideology. Because the marriage ideology te- teaches chasing, right. not pursuing. And pursuing right. is mutual because it's two people showing mutual interest because they want that a relationship together. Chasing means I'm uh-huh. chasing I'm doing you all to the get work. you. I'm doing all the work and all you do is show yeah, up. Yeah, so if I'm you. chasing you, I get you, then I'm tired of you, then I dump you. <laughs> and then many women wonder why they are broke. Add me to the list, honey. Look, that was, uh, I mean, you're, you know, 10 years ago, you know, of course, you know, heartbroken. Too. <laughs> not, not this decade. Oh, no, we're doing a different thing. We're doing it. I already know somebody on that. And he that see, finds a wife, finds see. a good thing. I already know. <laughs> already know the default. And I'm like, friends, you know that's not a marriage scripture. You know that's not a marriage doctrine, friend. That's not, that's what, it's not what it's saying. That's not what it's saying. At all. Oh my God. Okay, so look, you had me at no, when I say Dutch, you paying for me. Okay, listen. <laughs> I got, I feel like I got to clean that up. I got to clean <laughs> No, don't clean it up. I get it. No, I'm saying because uh-huh. of the abuses of women, trust me, I understand okay. why y'all have to do what y'all got okay. to do. So I want to be fair. I understand that women have been abused, over-sexualized, and controlled um, from, a, from a socialized standpoint, from a mentality standpoint. The stuff that y'all have been taught has been absolutely grotesque. So I feel like women are still fighting through a lot of oppression and suppression. So please, I want whoever that's hearing me to understand that I get yeah, it. I absolutely. get that. Yeah. That the that the reason why y'all have to make this stuff known is because there are a lot of shy. Okay. So yeah. I get so it. absolutely. Right. And so this constitution, mm-hmm. right? So ladies, this is if you, ladies, if y'all don't have no constitution, mm-hmm. please get you a constitution for what you stand for. And it's just basically your boundaries, you know? And I know I asked, is this mm-hmm. something that's so for you, maybe a constitution, do you in dating, do you allow women to come over and cook for you? I've never had a woman come over and cook for is me. Is it because dating. that's a constitution? I wouldn't be. No, I, I, I personally wouldn't be against it. And the only reason why I wouldn't be against it is because that doesn't translate into all we have to say. Okay. So in my head, it, so in my, and see, I got to understand the stage that I'm at. So I'm on the other side of um, what I would call, okay. I'm in a mature zone, right? So a lot of people ain't right. had their whole phase. <laughs> Uh, this is a Christian program. This is Christian. Program. Okay, I just want to make sure. So a right. lot of people ain't had their whole phase. They ain't got right. a lot of this stuff out their system. Um, or oftentimes, if they have mm-hmm. not dealt with their trauma mm-hmm. and their brokenness, oftentimes they can make them Absolutely. misunderstand a lot of things. I'll say for me because 
being in the public isn't as um I don't get as much freedom in the public yeah. because I am yeah. a public figure. I oftentimes find myself having to look over my shoulder so I like gotcha, comfort gotcha. in where I live. But yeah. that's different. You see what I'm saying? So it can it is it, the only reason why I'm answering that different is because of the stage and the space gotcha. and what I yeah. have to do with my okay. life. That's it. Okay. That's understandable. Okay, cuz I was going to say that that could be one of the things you know, in your constitution, but for, and so my constitution, what I've had to learn about boundaries and is that boundaries are not only for myself, mm. but it's for the other person too. And that is how I got, um, okay. not necessarily screwed over in the deal, but screwed over in the deal because like you said, just because you come and cook, it's not implied. Nothing's implied. You said, I'm going to come and cook. Right. I got spatulas, spoons, forks, knives, and I'm prepared for you to come cook. Don't roll up behind me, brother. Like something's about that. Like, and it, and it, and it forces you to right. then set something in place for that, those boundaries. And it's not solely for me. I know what I'm willing and unwilling to do and not willing to do, but I can't say that just because my boundary right. is implied and I know that the other person doesn't. And so that's what it is. And um, I know the other part, part of that question was, is yours, is it organic information? Is it hidden or given immediately? And I know for even myself, it's something that I have to give out immediately, unfortunately, because boundary mm -hmm. breaches happen often. Okay. Okay, I get it. Like I, I understand why, mm -hmm. um, as as a woman, uh, you all have to do that, and it's something that I respect. Um, I just know, like for me, um, boundaries are, are like um, mm -hmm. locks on doors, right? They they not only keep things out, Absolutely. but they keep things in. And I sometimes struggle with the dynamic of somebody having a boundary based on their previous experience Absolutely. that had nothing to do with me. So this is where my only, this is why I believe in friendship. So it, it's kind okay. of strengthening okay. my friendship. I, I see it. I see it happening. <laughs> because you see what I'm saying? You see, you see how I strengthen my friendship doctrine? Because for me, it can't be a boundary mm. without two people discussing it. Because if it's a boundary without me discussing mm. it, then it's control. Because I didn't have a right to participate in understanding why that boundary is there. And so many right. people say they want to do dating. Okay, dating and relationships is for grown people. Right, right. All right, so if, if grown people want to do grown stuff, they got to realize it requires us to have grown conversations. The grown gotcha. conversation is you can't imply a boundary because of something mm. that happened to you in a previous <laughs> relationship. The, you can have your own boundary for yourself. Absolutely. Like, ain't nobody trying to tell you you can't have a personal boundary. But what I am saying is, if you come to me with your boundary, ah, then what it says to me is, you didn't think enough ah, of me to participate in the conversation good before stuff. you said it as a boundary. That's why friendship, you see what I'm saying? That's why friendships are important. The reason why friendships are important is because you can have those conversations without the expectations and it allows yeah. both people yeah, to wait, participate, instead of the garden. which will probably yeah. give you a better outcome. Yeah, and oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, okay. Yeah. Constitution where? Don't go ahead and convince me now. I got two things I got to do when I get off this here podcast. <laughs> 
find out why Jesus, how right. he was successful, okay, and made it about that thing. <laughs> in fact, and he was like, y'all be blessed, okay? He said. <laughs> Come on. He said, if yes. not, if not, he got out of here. yours. <laughs> Pat, <laughs> God's <laughs> hand me the bitter cup. Hand me the <laughs> I'll that's right God's speed like, and God bless okay so I like that because you're absolute because I do hear that often um, from other men saying where a woman will then go through a phase of just trauma and a phase of the, the whole phase and, and these different phases and then come to this man and has all these rules like this is what you're going to do this is what you're going to do and it's like well hey you was loose with them like you <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, you was chilling right. with and them. Don't punish me they for, gotta don't come over and eat Rico. And now, <laughs> like, right? right. <laughs> don't do. Don't treat me like little Absolutely. Rico. Absolutely. So, so before dating, and friendship, personal. That's why personal development is important. I like that. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like that's where it happened. You know, and um, mm-hmm. and if it weren't for me taking time and honest and and I agree with the very first yep. statement, dating is two whole people coming together. Like relationships are two whole people coming together, and not a half and half, not a quarter and fifty cent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never gonna make a dollar, okay? Mm-hmm. Tupac and I are still trying to figure that out, trying to make a dollar. So we're still trying to figure that one out, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, but that's good stuff because that actually yeah. gives some type of, um, yeah. not necessarily a timeline, but like a tool, a tool, um, tools to kind of flex because it's like, well, if I know I'm struggling in these areas, I don't have to find anyone to fix yeah. this. Let me go ahead and develop in this so that there's not bite me in the behind two months from later when I, you know, when I got this person, you know, because all relationships really do is exposed. Um, what I've learned, they are exposure. Bingo. They shed lights on the things that you normally cut the lights off on. So it's probably best to handle those. Okay, so y'all, um, I'm gonna go ahead and plug BetterHelp. No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, okay. So look, <laughs> this is my last question in Man, the um, I just hope it helps. in the question section. You know, and it is, how do you know? Or when does dating end? Like, and rather that's promotion, because everybody want to get a promotion, okay? Or whether that's demotion and or fired and you're no longer, you're not eligible for um, unemployment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dating, in my personal opinion, never ends. I believe okay. dating is a part of the stage, a stage in every relationship that has to remain. But yeah. I believe that you can't move to the next stage, though. And the next stage only happens when there is an agreement. <laughs> so somebody can't Ladies, just emotionally guilty? feel like we're Ladies, at the are... next stage without a conversation <laughs> of agreement. That's my. <laughs> oh, we've been together for two years. That's my that's my thing. And he like, no, we never agreed to nothing else. We still Yeah, we still date. Yeah. So that's why I make it clear. I make it clear, like it's about agreement. Wow. Yep. Yep. There has to be an agreement. Because man, I've seen so many relationships just go down the tube because really? somebody thought the relationship was is it mostly on that women's the other side? person never agreed or saw it as? I know it was. <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh God. 
I plead the fifth. Uh, right. right. <laughs> I, I plead That's the fifth. I, I love y'all. I love your community. Sis, you ain't gonna throw me off the island. You, and you know, made this this your husband <laughs> in your eyes, and this is a whole single man on his eyes, and that's often that happens more than you know. That happens more than you know. So, um, so what about when you decide that this is not a person that I am no longer interested in? What does that look like? How does that dating end? That friendship end? Does that end? What What happens? Mm -hmm. Is uh huh. I I no longer want to be your friend. I I like see why I love my friendship doctrine. See, see. See, see, the reality of the matter is if the relationship uh-huh. doesn't work, you should have built uh-huh. enough of a friendship to have enough understanding as to why it didn't work. I ain't saying we got to be best friends. I ain't saying we got to, gotcha. you know, I, I ain't gotcha. saying none of that. What I'm saying is you shouldn't gotcha. be my enemy just because the relationship didn't work. If you want my honest opinion... It's okay. the first stage of dating and friendship, the euphoria stage that has to be tempered the most. Because that's the mm-hmm. stage where the emotions are the highest, you're the most open, and you're the most flexible. But I have found that not many mm-hmm. of us had enough personal maturity to be able to manage that stage. So we give too much too quickly. It's tempering, it's tempering that space. If we can temper that space, and be more methodical in building a friendship in that space, I believe we can have better relationships. So that means if we decide, hey, you know what? I like you as a person, but dating, the relationship we seem, it's just problematic. We don't, it don't feel like it's synergistic. It just doesn't feel like we're coming together or there's severe character flaws mm. out of there. You can- we don't break up. Right. When we realize there's a flaw in the character system, it has to be something catastrophic. Why? Because women and ladies, I'm going to speak for us here on this one and just, you know, holler at me in my DMs if you want. We are so hopeful that character flaw we think is going to change. We, we really hope that's going to change. And so before we can now, we saw it at month two. Ooh. It's month my 10. Mind. And now it's, you know, checking the phones and now it's mm-hmm. catastrophic. And it's like, oh, dad, I, I should have mm-hmm. knew because of month two. So what is what are some like. What are what do you what do you even think about that? What are some like tips and tools? Because I've I mean, I have not been in that position before, <clears throat> but I have girlfriends who have I have no problem now. I am. A, a, I'm among I'm a different breed. I'm on the it's nothing to cut things mm-hmm. off like I can just okay we can just we're not it's not really seamless it's not copacetic but I know a lot of women do struggle with that to where it has to be it has to be nearly final or fatal to pull mm-hmm. the plug when the when what the issue is was solved early on mm-hmm. you know um I know that okay. you know we're having a lot of conversation and I'm sharing a lot and and my my heart is not to be idealistic Okay, so I want y'all to hear me from that standpoint. It's not to be idealistic. Um, it's to just be like, okay, here's some real practical solutions that I think we could really help.
the, the shameless ugly truth and the shameless ugly truth is a moment to where myself and Antoine get the opportunity to just share something that we may not uh, have liked about ourselves or a character trait um, an internal thing or something that we've already healed in the past and we want to just bring that to the forefront and or something that we're currently healing through and um, I would be remiss if I didn't allow you to go first <laughs> Right. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> ah, come on, somebody set me up. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, okay. I appreciate it. You know, um, in my personal opinion, self-awareness is the pinnacle of emotional health. So to me, I have no problem with my flaws. Um, and so the first thing that I will say is I am idealistic, um. like I just mentioned. Um, for me, because I have these complex structures mm. in my head, I feel like if people would fit into mm. these complex <laughs> structures, we wouldn't have any issues. But the reality of the matter is, people have issues. <laughs> so, so it ain't going to be as perfect as I would love for it to be and like for it to work. So my idealism sometimes well, sets me up um, for a lot of disappointment because I just feel like if you just did it well, this way, Listen, friends, if you just did it this way, then you wouldn't have this issue. Uh, but it sets me up for a lot of issues. Mm. And then I'll, I'll give you my second one. I, I am, I'm combating introversion. Now, as, now, as open as I am huh. on this podcast, I spend a significant amount of time by myself. Well, So I can't complain about not being in a relationship because I ain't nowhere right. to be found. Right, cause I be I don't I don't be trusting. I don't want to be out in the streets. I don't, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So my introversion is something that I'm really working through because it's creating some anxieties for me. Mm-hmm. So so I'm fighting through that that mental illness space of breach of trust. I want to chat with you a little bit about that. I don't want to dive too much, but I can definitely agree with you on Mm -hmm. um, the introversion. I'm also a person that's like, oh my gosh, Sarah, you're such an extrovert. I'm like, actually, I'm not. And they're like, yes, you are. Oh my gosh, you're such. I'm like, I'm I'm really not. Countless hours, countless hours. If the time when I'm at work, if I shut my office door, you won't hear a peep from me for for countless Mm -hmm. hours. However, it's it's a little nerve wracking because, like you said, it is not healthy to not engage, communicate, um, and only mm-hmm. just be work minded. Um, and like my therapist tells me, and I, I I struggle with that other one of yours. The if you just did it this way, my therapist asked me last week. She said, "Have you ever thought of maybe the way that you're thinking about it is wrong?" And I told her, "Absolutely not." <laughs> Who does that? Why would I, why would I think that the way I'm thinking about it is wrong? And she was just, you know, letting me know mm-hmm. there's a way to break that down, Sarah, because mm-hmm. you will be highly disappointed, highly disappointed because people are not ever going to do it that way. And the fact that you yep. even think that people are going to go outside of it even more right. to make sure that they don't do it the way that you know it yep. can be done. And that yes. frustrates me. Yes. <laughs> I have to be open and honest with you guys and that's that I have just officially learned how to um, create boundaries and maintain them 
and not just um, in in personal relationships with my girlfriends or not in um, interest relationships with men, but with myself. I think the greatest boundary you can set is the one with yourself. And then the greatest boundary you can maintain is the one with yourself. So um, I can't get upset for the brown boundary breacher when I showed them how to breach my own boundaries. And so um, that is something I'm working through, being able to say, you know, hey, I'm going to give you a call at such mm. and such time and actually keeping that. That's a form of a keeping my word in a form of a boundary. And then saying, OK, at nine o'clock, Sarah, you're no longer taking calls. Your phone goes on do not disturb. But one of your friends call and you break that boundary with yourself first and then take that call. And then I'm agitated that I didn't hit my goals with my business. Or I'm agitated that I got in the shower later than I was expecting or um in bed later and then I wake up late and I'm still upset because not with that person because they're going to call they're going to do what they're going to do but the boundary that was made was with Sarah so that's my shameless ugly truth there um just you know at my age thinking like I should have this under control and it's like no you 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 didn't do that for 20 plus years you know so creating boundaries um and making those agreements with myself first Since yep. you are the first Melanin podcast, <laughs> however, that doesn't fully change the flow of the show. Um, we're at the segment of the woman of the week. And during this segment, we highlight, mm. highlight a woman who is winning in entrepreneurship, dating, okay. singleness, life, love, or just purely minding her own business and growing her edges. And we would love to know who you are nominating. Tracy Ellis Ross out here. Let me tell y'all something. Okay. Absolutely. If y'all ever scroll through my Instagram stories, y'all gonna always get okay. a Tracy Ellis <laughs> Ross picture. The woman is fine, okay. But the woman, mm -hmm. but she's but she's on her acting stuff. Yes, indeed. Like y'all don't understand. Like I mean, she's she's older Absolutely. lady. But think about how relevant she is. Blackish is hot. Anything she does is hot. She's just like she's like the well well rounded, like just like Same. funny business actor. Yes. Like I, I'm a Tracy yes, Ellis fan. The last thing I want to say is, Sarah, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this conversation. This has okay. been incredible. Um, I will say this: the Bible says it wasn't. It's not good for man yeah. to be alone. But that word "alone" there was not about mm. relationship. That was about community. Because that word alone there is a compound word of all plus one. Well, So we're meant to do life in community. But it does not mean I got to be married. Any woman that's out here, please understand mm -hmm. that when God took Eve out of Adam, he called her a help meet, not a help mate. Mm -hmm. That means she is absolutely mm -hmm. equal, suitable, and capable to stand on her own. Thousand percent. And uh, so just know that there are people out here, there are men like myself that want to see you be fully who you were created to be. Matter of fact, the sexiest thing about a woman that is absolutely fully who she was created to be. If you want to uh, follow me, you can follow me at Look Antoine at Jackson Look. on Instagram, Facebook. You can go to my we website at AntoineJackson.org uh, to find and out I, more And I have no edits. Praise God. Sarah gets to go to bed early. Come on, somebody. Listen. And listen, 
it's been a, it's y'all is this the last feature y'all come on somebody so yes. without further ado the last thing i'll actually do is can you close us out on this good here podcast and um sign us off well man god i love you appreciate you and i just ask man that this podcast would find itself in the ears of the right person that it would give them clarity, set them free, and let them truly know, Father, that they're not crazy, strange, weird, kooky, like that there's nothing wrong with them. Let them know, Father, that they can live the life that you died for them mm. to have. And that's- Thank you so much for tuning into the Sincerely Shameless podcast, where our truths hurt, but so can lies. In all things relentless, shameless, truthful, we are becoming. If you would like to feature yourself for the woman of the week, please be sure to visit theshamelessbrand.com and enter your information in the contact form. If you would like to announce one of your ugly truths, and of course it's anonymous, please be sure to visit theshamelessbrand.com and enter that information in the contact form. Also, if you'd like to hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook, please be sure to visit She So with Two O's Shameless. See you next week.